Hello, and welcome to the Corona Apocalypse Podcast, an ongoing D&D adventure. My name's Dave, and I'm your host and one of the players. I'm joined by my friends for a campaign called The Lost Minds of Fandelver. We live broadcast on Twitch TV on Saturday nights. We get together at about 9 p.m. Pacific. This is a recording of our third game session. Buckle in, because it's going to be a long one. Before we get started, though, I want to introduce our characters and the people who play them. We have Koran Ironhorn, the angry dwarf, who's played by Matt. Seven Thundercloud, the cuddly murder cat, who's played by Will. Axe, the mischievous shape changer, is played by Derek. Kikuchio, the wannabe samurai, is played by me, Dave. And most importantly, Sam, our all-powerful dungeon master. Enjoy. Who wants to recap what happened <laughs> since the last time we played? I picked David. All right, well, I can recap. Well, because I'll just read what you wrote. <laughs> uh, okay, so our our audience, of course. Oh no, our audience. Oh no, us, like the four people that maybe watched it. We fought Clark and for Sildar's life. What's the name of the cave? It's just the Kragma Hideout. Yeah, the Kragma. So we busted Krag their Ma. chops. Ma. Ah, hey Ma. Um, uh, yeah, so we killed that guy. We got a bunch of. We got some lucky roll move dice. Uh, last. Six days, we basically sitting in our cart. We got some treasure. We got uh, cargo, the place, blue dragon bull on it. And uh, Sildar told us we'd make some money by giving it to someone. Uh, bow, bow, bow. I was, uh, I, Kikuchio, was talking since who were own part with some apples. Got out of character. Pressured the DM a little bit, so I'm on the inside. <laughs> uh, and right now, Kikuchio is kind of a conversation with halfling daddy, a halfling son. He's kind of, I'll just read off the last couple mm-hmm. resume. Uh, I believe our Kikuchio up a little bit ahead of the rest of the talking to, and I believe our wagon's probably a little bit I offered. Uh, let's see. Who Axe is up there as well. He says, some friends of ours were ambushed ways <coughs> back up the road by goblins. Cart. Uh, Feel blusters. Uh, the human gets nervous, and human man Duran says, it's an ill day if the Kragmas are being so bold to attack armed travelers in the daylight. And he tells us we should let Westminster Harbin know, so he has a watch. Um, halflings are Gillian or Gian. Um, the adult halfling Carp is the kid. Um, turns out his name's not really Westminster Harbin. They're making, uh, it's Harbin Wester and he is the town master. You know, they're, sounds like they're kind of indifferent. They picked him. He's, he's, and I started asking him about what is the lion shield is the symbol that extra. And uh, now I'm asking the uh, Sildar Hallwinter these parts. I'm seeing our, our Sildar has reputation. Crid. So that's where we are. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, Darren, the human man, he, Perks up with both the mention of the Lion Shield Coster and also the Sildar, uh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, the the Coster is one of the stores in Vandlin. It's it's run by a woman who has had some trouble as of late." Um, Sildar's known around this parts. He works with Gundren mostly. Hmm. Um, maybe I'll ask this out of character. Does Gun? Do we know like place business there, or is he simply? Yeah. So uh, what you know. Actually, all of you know because all of you have been were basically hired by Gundren to help escort goods to Fandlin. Is he has some sort of business venture out in Fandlin that you didn't really have a lot of information about uh, when you first started on your trek? But after talking with Sildar Hallwinter, it became pretty apparent that Gundren and his brothers have discovered you believe location of the lost mind of Fandelver and the uh, Forge of Souls. 
in the wave echo believe that that is that, that's the kind of the discussion you had with him is that is why like the map that was stolen that gundren had it was to the lost mine yes and is that yeah. the wave echo cave? a different thing it is it is in the wave echo cave okay uh, um, i have to I'm gonna have to step upstairs for like 30 seconds because uh, my roll 20 character's broken, and I need to get my paper so that uh, I have my back. Is your DZ bound one not work? Uh, I will try to pull it up, but actually, yeah, you, you're probably best just using the DZ beyond on a separate tab. The roll 20 doesn't; it has not been pulling correctly. Carry on. Okay. All right, so we're still heading in. Uh, I asked them if they uh, about fan. Um. They don't really give you any additional information. I mean, you know, Fanlin's kind of a, a newly resettled town, uh, whereas it was a community when the Forge of Souls was populated by the gnomes and humans. Um, but it's only recently been recolonized, essentially. Uh, um, is, is there anything uh, you said that he's uh, carrying apples is there anything else that uh, looks like they're trying to hide anything else like why is a human hanging out with a baby halfling I mean axe is naturally everything yeah so uh, it seems that the the, well, the halfling child is the child of the adult halfling male um, who seems to be friends colleagues neighbors of Darren uh, who is okay. who owns an orchard just outside the city so they're just happened to be together we did happen to be together when we happened to run into them mm-hmm. it's almost like as a narrative oh, weird. <laughs> Who'd have thought? like it's a module or something yeah um darren does uh kind of look at you and and look at your swords and says um i have no doubt that if you're able to handle any goblins on the trail that you can handle yourselves in a scrap but do be wary of anybody wearing a red cloak uh, in in the town. There's a group of troublemakers in the area who I don't think that you should get crosswise with. Red cloak? What was the red cloak? Uh, it's just it's the it's just what they wear. They're the the red brands is what they call themselves. Do they have any sort of uh, insignia or anything, or is it just just red red cloaks? The red cloak. Do they like to drink and gamble? That they do. Maybe I shouldn't avoid. Oh, yeah, those kind of people. All right, uh, it's gonna be. Um, so, so you guys uh, continue on the Fandolin. Um, it's about after about twenty-five, thirty minutes, you a rutted track emerges from a wooded hillside, and you catch your first glimpse of Fandolin. The town consists of about forty to fifty simple log buildings, and some you can see are built on old fieldstone foundations. Some more old ruins, crumbling stone walls covered in ivy and briars surround the newer houses and shops, showing how this must have been a larger town in centuries past. Most of the newer buildings are set on the sides of a cart track, which widens into a muddy main street of sorts as it climbs up towards a ruined manor house on a hillside at the east, well for you guys, east side of town. Uh, as you approach, you can see the children playing on the town green and the townsfolk tending to chores or running errands at shops. Many people look up as you approach, but all of them return to their business as you go by. Uh, Sildar actually seems much more at ease now that you've returned or him to, to Fandlin. He says, all oh, my friends, let us secure lodgings. I'm told the local inn is very quaint. And we'll oh, switch to a little... Little map of Fandolin. What's everyone drinking? Mm. 
Apple juice. I have some juice. dark persuasion. <laughs> dark persuasion, huh? Lemon chocolate doesn't taste. I got a Fremont Lush IPA and uh, <laughs> backup for later. A little bit of Hendrix. A little bill of bourbon. Sam doesn't get any because otherwise he'll go to sleep. Yeah, I've been drinking soda water right now. Uh, so on the the roll twenty, you should be able to see. Yeah, I see. So where are we? Our little town. The miners' trail. Translucent. Bottom left. Help it get out. There we go. Just vertically, I hate vertically oriented that. map. Sorry. All right. You didn't make the map. <laughs> right. I didn't hand draw this map for you guys. Just get a bigger monitor. <laughs> All right. So um, you guys are, as you can see, you're coming in from the north. Okay. Um, and you, so you come in to there. Do, 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 do. So right, what so do you want to do? Are we delivering the goods somewhere and getting paid? Yeah. What, what time of day is it? So it is mid morning because you had rested overnight um, prior to okay. departing in the morning. So um, so every, those, make sorry. sure you take a long rest. Exactly. Um, it says mid morning. So there's a couple things that you know that you need to do. The first one is you need to deliver the wagon and the goods to Barthen's Provisions. You need to figure out a place to unload these uh, crates with the. S- symbol of the lion shield coster on it and you probably need to find some place to stay for your time in Fandolin. so uh, is, we're is coming in from the north um first stop well, why don't we just drop this stuff off at the provisions yeah is it, are we going to barthens you want to go to barthens yeah uh sildar do you know if there's any place that'll uh turn these coins into something that isn't copper and that you carry around uh yeah you, you should be able to Go to any merchant or money changer to exchange one coin into the other. Would Barthens be able to do that? Oh, definitely. Oh, perfect. That's a twofer. Let's do that, guys. Perfect. Go ahead and like that idea. Let's do it. All right. <coughs> so uh, you guys walk up to Barthens. Now, Barthens is like the biggest trading post in Fandlin, which isn't really saying much. It's like it's saying the most popular gas station on a roadside town, right? Uh, but its shelves do stock most ordinary goods and supplies, so you can get pretty much anything there, and it's it's open all day. Um, but uh, if you want to go in, you could talk to Barthen, and you could uh, get your get your ten gold a piece. Sweet. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, yeah. So you you walk into the door, and you see uh, a human male, probably in his late 60s probably a white shock of of white hair and he's behind the the kind of like the old countertop like old stores used to be where you give your order they'd go back to the room and get your stuff for them he says oh uh, hello there how can i help you yeah kikuchio barthen we have excellent news for you we've uh, delivered the provisions for gendron gendron damn Oh, you must be the cart that he had written about earlier. How are you doing? We fare well. Um, fortunately, we're not sure where Gundren is. We fed, fare better than Gundren or the Gerblins that we killed. His, his, uh, he gets a look of concern in his face when you mention goblins and, and Gundren. He says, oh, this, still with us? this can't be good. Um, so, no, so when you guys got up to Barthens, Sildars um, hopped off and he went to go find lodging. So he's okay. at like the end, essentially. Yeah, if you want the full story, you can ask Sildar later. We're here for our coin, though. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, he kind of he, he kind of whistles to the back, and he's like, "Ander Thistle, go bring in the the crates." 
and uh, two like kind of young clerks come out from the back and they they go out to the front. And they start unloading the crates from the back of your cart. He says, "All oh, right, uh, yeah." And he pulls out this big, like, tan leather book, and he opens it up and starts flipping pages. He says, "Ah, here we go." And he's looking. And he says, "Okay, this should be about ten gold pieces a piece." And so he kind of makes a little note in his book, closes it with a thud, kind of puts it back down, and pulls out uh, a bag of coin. And deals out 10 gold pieces to everybody. So you guys can add 10 gold pieces to your inventory. Barth and my friend, we went through quite a lot for this. There were some side things, some goblins, a really big thing we had to kill. You really can't bump this up to 12 gold pieces. It was a a bugbear. I'm I'm sorry, my dwarven friend, but you would have to take that up with Gundren. I'm merely passing along the funds that he reserved for this job. It's kind of hard to do right now. I'm really worried. Fine. <laughs> and do you know? Of, uh, do you know of Sildar? Uh, yes, he he's uh, Gundren's friend, business associate. Perfect, because we we rescued him from the cave. Oh, wonderful! And uh, we're just wondering if you had heard anything about goings on or out or about from the town. More goblin activity than you. Um, no, but I am concerned if Gundren's gone missing. Um, it, he was very excited about discovering some lost mines in the nearby hills. Uh, he has two brothers, uh, Nundro and Tharden, who are camped somewhere outside of town. I'm not quite sure where, where and they've been gone for about a 10 day. Uh, they should be back any day now to resupply. Hmm. <clears throat> um... At this point, uh, Anders and Thistle come back in. They say, "Hey, boss, there's extra crates in here that don't belong." Oh, those are ours. Oh, those are ours. Um, we were we were sort of hoping that you might be able to turn some of these coppers and silver into other gold. Um, it's it's yeah, a lot for course. us to carry around. Of course. Uh, what what do you what do you need? And you can just exchange it freely on your your inventory if you want to. Right. So I, I grabbed all your copper. I think I just divide yeah. the loot. Yeah. So no, we, did not. we can There's split it up. Gold. That's yeah. So you can subtract 600 copper and add six gold. Okay. I got a question. Yeah. Um, how do I do that? Um, on your D and beyond. Okay. Character sheet uh, under inventory. There should be money. It's uh, just to the right of where it says equipment. <laughs> Like if you're on the same plane as weight directly to the right, it says currency. You can click on. Oh, I see. I see inventory, attunement, other possessions. Uh, yeah. So above that, there's a search bar. Above that, it says weight carried. Directly oh, I see. Right currency. Okay. And then how much gold am I adding again? Sixteen ten. Well, it's is it six gold? Did you have six hundred copper per person? Oh, it's no, just it's... me, and I. Uh, oh yeah, I'll yeah. divide that out. Uh, I give everyone. Copper, 1.5 okay. gold. 50, so so it's, it's one gold and five silver is the best okay. you guys can get. That so 11, 11 gold, five silver. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I do need the cart. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, it's, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take something that isn't ours. That's not my type of. Could you of course, like <laughs> greedily on quickly unloads the stacks them on top. Of you. <clears throat> I, I ask, yeah, I ask him. I was like, when when Gundren's brothers when they come into town, 
Uh, we'll let you know we're going to sleep if they happen to come while we are resting. But will you please let them know we must speak with them as soon as they can? Of course, of course. Anything. Gundren is a friend of mine. I'm very concerned that he's missing. Us too. Us too. Especially right now. <laughs> Sildar might know. But first, first, let's go to the lion poster. Sell off the um. Huchio gonna get inside them. Uh they're nailed shut, so you'd have to pry. Pry them open. What do you guys think? Takes for ourselves. <clears throat> that wall over. Who's to say the goblins? Is anyone else listening? Yeah. So uh, Barthin kind of just is like, um, just a, a quick suggestion. No, I don't think that's a good idea, Kikuchio. I think we should be straight and narrow. <laughs> slap yes. him, slap him across the back of his head with my tail again. <laughs> that's that's too kitty cat. <laughs> I just look at Kikuchio. Give him a wink and nod my axe towards him. Ah, <laughs> uh, too bad we did. <laughs> all right, so I guess Kikuchio can carry all of them, even if it's awkward. Have to, uh, we can figure out where the Lion Shield Coster is. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's so it's across the town square from Barthen's Provisions. So you have to go down the street to uh, the town square. Uh, mm-hmm. while well, while we're in front of Barthen, you know, Barthen on the way in, we were really nice fellows who had an apple cart and made our way along. Said something about uh, people cloaks and to to avoid them. Anything about that? Oh, you mean the red brands? Yeah, that, that's the one. Stay. They are making business difficult for everyone. They're how, how so? shaking down businesses, looking for protection, and flouting the town master's authority. Where did they come from? I don't know where they came from or who their leader is, but I do know that they're frequently at the Sleeping Giant Tap House, which is a pub just on the eastern part of town. How long have they been in town? Several months now. Was there any any event that sort of brought them in? They just started sort of filtering. Or what? What's? They just kind of started. They started showing up right around when we had issues with started having issues with goblins on the trail. I know that um, the Lion Shield Costers had some issues. Linen was talking about how she had several transports waylaid from Yartar. Oh, so maybe talking to them might have a little... Possibly, I'm not sure. What about your town guard? Don't really have... There's not much law here in Vandalin. Has anybody resisted them in any way? One did. And? It doesn't sound like it ended. His body was found on the street, and several days later, his wife and children were missing. Hmm. Outside of the Sleeping Giant, do they have any other sort of base, camp, headquarters? No one really knows. We think that it's somewhere east, because they seem to frequent the sleep the Sleeping Giant tap house, and no one sees them come into town from anywhere else. So, Barthen, one more question from me. Yeah. How many are there? More than a dozen, less than 50. And I'm not quite sure. They're strangers to the to the town, so it's hard to keep track. And I lied. I have one more question. Okay. What about their abilities? Do you know anything of them? They're just common street thugs. I kind of just lean back and put my axe on my shoulder. Just kind of scan the team. Barthen? Um, I have, uh, do, do you have any uh, cloth here? Any bolts of cloth that uh, are around the same color as their, their cloaks? Mm. Not the exact shade, but... Something passable if it was dirty? 
let me look. As he turns around, he goes back into his store and let's yeah. if he has anything. Sorry, I have to pull up my digital dice because I don't have a table to roll on right now. While you're doing that, I kind of just look to the team and I'm just and they're saying there's quite a distance between 12 and 50. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it could be outnumbered real fast. I think that uh, even even at 12, uh, it's not good odds, but it's easier to become one of them than attack one of them. Uh, Barthen comes back with not necessarily a bolt of cloth, like um, like something you your female significant others would pick up at Joanne Fabrics. But um, it looks hey, like a bundle. Sews. You don't know about me. Hey, <laughs> that's true. I've seen your wood shop. Uh, but it's like kind of an armful, a bundle of what looks like an old window curtain that is not quite like red or a crimson, but kind of like a a dark rust color. He says, unfortunately, this is the closest that I have. It, it might be passable at a distance, but n- anyone would know close up. Um, how much would you want for it? If you promise to take care of the red brands and search for Thel Dendar's wife and child, you can have it. I, I very much appreciate that. That's sort of exactly what we intend to do. I can't, I can't promise we can tackle it headlong, but we're certainly... At least I am getting a little bit more information. I am too. And uh, how many of them happen to be a cat and a dwarf? <laughs> None. They're, we've only seen human. Hmm. Well, I have an old scimitar you can have. <laughs> if we don't do this. Are you giving him the scimitar? Yeah, because it's three pounds and I don't want it anymore. Oh, he kind of reaches out and he says, well, um... The gross goblin scimitar? He kind of hands it back. He says, the smithy might be more interested in it than I, I am. I asked him if he has any drink uh, worthy uh, warrior um, will assist greatly. He says, you'll be able to pick up some booze at the Sonil Inn. Problem should have some. I don't traffic in that. Do you have any? Do you traffic in anything fit for a warrior? Um, kind of thinks for a second. And he says, hey, "I have like some candles." Can you get it? Bah! You get the uh, impression that oh. this is more of like a general goods yeah, store. Really so you could buy Matt. You're not on mute. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're the only one not drinking. <laughs> oh, you heard that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried to cover it up. <laughs> so uh, you can. You can mute yourself, Matt, with a little toolbar at the bottom. Um, I'm not drinking. Jesus. That's why I said except for Sam. I guess I guess it's one o'clock in the morning over here. I gotta yeah, no, keep that's... sharp. Um, you get the idea. Like you could buy pretty much anything that's like a generic, like adventuring gear, but nothing like a weapon or armor or anything here. And this is where I'm sorry. Barthens provision. At Barthens. Okay. I mean, well. Barton, before, I have, before we go, I, I, I do I do have a couple of things that I'd like to try to buy. If that's okay. Of course. Um, uh, do you have any chalk? Yes. Um, you know, what's the cost on you know maybe uh do you have, do you have like a brick of ten? Um, are you ready to look this up? I'll say it's, anything. It's like anything that's under five gold, he has. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, chalk is chalk is like dirt. It's like yeah, coppers. couple uh, silver. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just uh, white dirt. I, yeah. I, I, I want to pick up some chalk. I want to grab some flour, uh, just like a small little bag full of flour. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's it for right now. I, I'll say I trust you to manage the the nickels and dimes. I'm going to look at Barton. to sort it up. Well, well, first I looked at the team. Well, it looks like we are getting dragged into yet another side adventure. That mm-hmm. is far off what we were originally intending to do. And I look at Barthen and say, do you have any dried or preserved meat? Yes. Um, so if you want to, you could buy rations, which okay. is the stand-in for most food. Okay. And um, <clears throat> so out of character. So in terms mm-hmm. of, uh, so my character is pretty adept at repairing things, smithing, etc. Uh-huh. So it would this be a place where I could, you know, obviously our gear is going to kind of... <sighs> Um, I guess, okay, I could just ask him, any Smith's tools? Does Barthen have any Smith tools that I can buy? Uh, e... yes, I would say that he, there's a, there's like a Smithy and a miners exchange in town, so he would most likely carry some sort of smithing tools. Okay, because I'm thinking that at some point we're going to need to repair, repair gear, which my character can do. Um, out of character, unless something happens specifically to damage your gear, uh-huh. it does not get damaged. The Did not know that. For as example, a way if you have to a cube run. Yeah, like let's say that like someone like has like an acid spell that specifically melts armor, then your armor would need to be repaired. Got you. Generally, okay. to dissuade you guys from picking up every fucking dagger and scimitar that you come across salvaged weapon has a chance to break on use okay so i'm gonna actually i just realized i have 20 pounds worth of rations Mm -hmm. so i have a question though is the quantity of rations so rations one day is it is one one is one a one day worth of rations so i have 10 days worth of rations yeah so, okay, so I'm not going to buy any rations. Sorry, yes, my puppy is, like, sleeping in the most inconvenient spot for me right now. Aww. So I'm, like, constantly adjusting. So can I sell anything to Barthen? Um, what do you want to sell? <clears throat> well, no, you know what? He already told me to take it to the... I just have a lot of... I have, like, I have a lot of extra shit. Our guys are strong. You see where it's covered? You can yeah. carry a lot of stuff. You can carry, like, 150 pounds. Yeah, this D and D fifth is pretty smooth as far as dealing. Uh, Very generous. Stuff. Yeah, but I've like, already got hundred and thirty pounds worth of shit on me. Your oh. guy can probably carry two hundred. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make off. sense. I mean, my strength <laughs> is seventeen. Yeah, yeah, you're good. It's like you could fifteen do times your strength. I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, I'll leave does... it for right now. If I have to, I'll just drop. Yeah. Uh, does Barthen have any weavers' tools? Weavers' tools. Ooh, let's it's, take it's a, a look. It's a gold. Kikuchio's eyes are like rolling out of his like buying laundry like, and uh, fucking. I mean, they got they got to be able to make clothes in the. It's not a given. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. He has some. Why not? All right, cool. I'll take that off. Not okay, gonna be off. stingy about Weaver's tools. So while while they're doing all this in Barthens, I'd like to climb up onto the roof of Barthens and just kind of keep a watch and see if I see any uh, red capes coming through. Sure. Uh. Make a general dexterity check. Hello. What Sorry. Heck? Oh. But you're old. There we go. So where are we? I'm sorry. 
We're in Barthens still. To uh, roll the Kitty cat was climbing on the roof. Um, yeah, you're able to. You kind of like see some places on the old foundation and the woodwork. You're able to climb up without any issue. You don't draw any undue attention to yourself. I mean, there is now a six foot tall cat person on top of a roof in the middle of town. Um, so. Which happens every day. Right, course. you know, just common occurrence in Fandolin. I pull up my short sword and raise it to the sky, and I say, thunder, 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 kids. Yeah, uh, make, a, make a performance check. <laughs> I just kind of feel like, for some reason, walking into this town, I had a feeling that these people are just generally shell-shocked from everything that's being right. on the roof. It doesn't bother oh. them. Yeah, uh, your voice cracks as you do it, and um, you <laughs> start to hawk up a furball. Um, and this cat that's kind of over that you didn't notice on the roof kind of like and scoots away. <laughs> oh, dang, you could have had an animal companion, <laughs> right? Um, um, yeah, so let's let's head over to the coster. If that's okay, uh, is a coster a thing? I don't know, I just make up words now. <laughs> All right, so uh, coaster, coster, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. Seven. I walk you guys... up to the door and I like signal that like I'm carrying shit and I pack on it. I look at um, these guys. So you guys go to the west, the southwest of town, for where Barthen had indicated, and you see uh, a modest trading post. And hanging above the front door is a wooden sign with a shield on it and a blue line painted. And it it matches uh, the symbol that is on the crates that you're carrying. Guys, I think we found it. Aha! Excellent. Alright, so it's the trading post, so it's probably just like, uh, do you see yeah. people, or... It's got, like, see? those cool western, kind of, like, swingy doors. Oh, shit, okay, I kick the crap out of them as I make my entrance with a pile of boxes. Yeah, uh, you're holding, you're carrying a box as well? Yeah, I'm carrying as many yeah, as I can make, possibly carry. Uh... Make a strength check at disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. Come on. Uh, you're trying to do it on one leg and kick a door open while you're carrying an oversized crate. And you're level two. Let's go in. Yep. 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 Yeah, 17 at this. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. It's a. Uh, wow. The door goes. And it smacks against and it, it swings back the other way, but it swings back with such force that it goes three or four times. <laughs> you're, you're like able to actually stand on your back leg, like crane kick style. <laughs> Holding it on, just balancing it perfectly. <laughs> right. Hello. Ah, we have your delivery. Who is this? Um, as I'm you walk Kikuchio, in, the great, and I have rescued your packages from the goblins in the cave. Believe these must be worth at least seventy-five gold. To you. <laughs> I dump them on the ground in front of him. Uh, you see in the room this human woman. In her mid thirties, uh, kind of just a, a bun pulled very tightly back. She says, "Oh well, this is a surprise." Um, she kind of, she looks at you. And she says, "Where did you say you found these again?" Guys, what's the name of the cave? The, the place that we found. The place, the place in the, the land of water. Uh, of hey, does wonders. my character know what the name of the cave is? Cragma. 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 Yeah, Ooh, I mean, damn. nailed it. Got it one. You don't feel like this is a very well-known cave, like it's just mm. a cave that the Kragmaws were using. We got it from the dwar- from the from the Goblin stronghold. We slew a bugbear to bring this to you. I just slightly Sildar's word team. that you'll pay us well. I just look at my team and say he almost called them dwarves. 
<laughs> Must be this this taller higher to ride the ride. <laughs> Luckily, you're mm. just the right height for my axe. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to measure it later. Uh, she looks at the crates and she looks at you guys. She goes back by the counter and grabs a crowbar and just slams it into the thing and just effortlessly just pops it open. Um, and oh, you're strong, right? She's, I know, right? She's a very hands-on individual. Yes, she uh, and she opens up, you know, the three crates and she looks through them. It's just, she says, "Ah, oh, these were the shipments I expected from Yartar ten days ago." I've been wondering what happened to them. Uh, she she looks at you and and she says, "See, the Sildar is with you." Uh, he, Indeed, he went to go find Logic, but uh, yeah, we we pulled him from what would have otherwise probably been certain doom. <clears throat> Please stop. Sorry, my dog's on top of my cord. Uh, <laughs> she looks through them and she says, I'm very grateful that you that you both rescued Sildar and returned my goods, but unfortunately, 75 is worth more than the value of the goods that are in here. That's okay. I'd be more than happy to give you 50. Well, I guess we could... I mean, I guess you're going to have to take that up with Sildar. Guys, uh, you know, we, we're just trying to do a good deed here, and I, I think that that's probably... That's probably okay. Kikuchio's already holding his hand out. <laughs> <laughs> right. I finally just look at her. I said, "Okay, okay, fifty-five. It is." She kind of just like does this to your nose. <laughs> she says, "That's very cute." And she turns around and goes get and grabs a a bag from a back counter where every merchant keeps loose bags of gold. Apparently, yeah. Uh, she kind of like she weighs it and she and she opens it, make sure that's gold in there. And she hands it to you, uh, Koron. There's 50 in there. Thank you for returning my goods. Fine, lady. Well, now that we've settled up that. Yeah, a, little, a little bit of grace is nice. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> hmm. Grace. Well, I know who's getting the smaller amount of gold. <laughs> hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> okay, how do I divide this up? Um... So there's 50? four of you. Each of okay. you get 12 and a half gold. So 12 two gold, five get... silver. Yeah. 12, so 12, gold. Gold, 12 gold each. Mm-hmm. Yep. And five silver. Yeah, man. We're making money. Yeah. But here's, here's what I will say out of character. This, game, this campaign is very good about giving you the appropriate amount of gold for your level without you having to murder anybody. Having to? <clears throat> Having to murder is a privilege, right? <laughs> Don't make um, me call in a bunch of paladins to kill the party. <laughs> um, I ask her if she has any uh, any gear that's fit for a warrior such as myself. She kind of steps back and she she looks at you and cross. I cross my arms, just like giant sword sticking yeah. out above your head. That's right. Well, if you're with Sildar and you did rescue him, I suppose there's no danger. <laughs> um, she she kind of looks at you and she says, "What kind of gear would you be looking for?" Oh boy, okay. Um, looking for a perhaps a, a decent bow rather than this disgusting okay. goblin one I have, and okay. so I'm sure I can't earn it yet. I'm looking for some finer armor that will still allow me to. Do you have a plus three dagger. <laughs> Uh, plus what? <laughs> plus three. You uh, mean the legendary I, I, dragon? I, I hold up uh, my uh, goblin scimitar with the little ears hanging off of it, uh, and I say, uh, "You know this. 
this is sort of what I've been using, but it'd be much better if I had something that wasn't at risk of breaking and didn't have all those gross hanging off of it. Yes, please put that away. Can I just, can I, do you have a garbage can somewhere? Outside. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> On the other side of town. Yeah. <laughs> I'd please like to take it. Though. Um, so I would say that she has... Looking for a two-handed axe, too. We're making a... I would say she has anything that you could find in the equipment that is 30 gold or less. So that would be crossbow, shortbow, battle axe, which is what I think you were looking for. Matt. Um, yep. In terms of armor, that would be, for heavy armor, a ring mail. That would be a hide armor. It would be a leather armor, not studded leather armor. No iron armor. Um, she does have one shirt of iron ring mail. Uh. So where you're used to seeing that kind of like bright, shiny, this has that kind of like dull, matte gray coloring to it. And that's what I want. Um, yeah, if you want that, it'd be 30 gold pieces. Or, since she shorted us, she could just give it to me. <laughs> or, she could just not give you any money, because she already legally owns those boxes. <clears throat> how much for the dub- How much for the battle axe? The battle axe was 10 gold pieces. <clears throat> how about I give you two hand axes, a hammer, and five gold pieces? Wait, I'm sorry, Matt, you want a... You want a two hand a two handed axe? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a great axe. That's thirty gold pieces. <clears throat> you should have gold from the beginning of your when you started your character. I have twenty three gold and ten pieces right now of silver. Yeah, you should have had some starting initial gold. There was just give him the axe he wants, and uh, yeah, I would say, good. I would say, yeah, Matt. You have thirty gold pieces. So if you wipe out your gold, you can have the great axe because you should have at gold from when you started. Okay. Well, I'm a dwarf, which means I'm cheap, and I'm not giving her thirty gold pieces for that. Okay. <laughs> so I will walk away. Okay, dukes. Toron, we could always defeated. Pardon? We could always check out the. Yeah. That's oh. fair. I probably uh, have better luck trading some of my unwanted items to him for some other stuff. What's, what's this lady's name? Lelena. Lena? Lelena. 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 So, uh, so I, 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 uh, I look at the guys. I try to do this. I, I walk up to her counter and I, uh, I show her that I, I'm the counter just in front of my body. That, and I say, are you? Um, she looks at it. She says, well... She kind of looks at the, the gold frosts. This is really more something that Barthen would want, but... We can take it to Barthen. No. So, me being sour that she basically bitch-slapped me twice, I look at her and I say, Lelena, just to clarify, he's trying to buy you with the teeth. Oh, hey, hey. now. That's just not... That's not... You know, that's not necessary. Mm. She puts down the gold frog and says, <laughs> I think we're finished here. Oh, damn. Kikuchio stands up. He picks up the stuff kind of slowly and he said, and kind of shuddered, please allow me to apologize for my friends. 
Rangers. That doesn't no, no, Cucuccio. I I will apologize. Lelena, I am sorry. The, the, good. That's the end of the apology. I thought that there was more coming. That's good. Me too. Right. Thank that's, you. That's yeah. I considered <laughs> saying he was. Never mind. I'll tell you when we're outside. No. Hey, Corin, can you, yeah, can you, can you just go ahead outside, please? Um, Make a persuasion check at disadvantage. Whom? Me? Yes. Okay. This is not going to end well, I'm going to tell you right now. Damn. Mm-hmm. And then again. Six. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Take that six. Take it hard. She just kind of pushes the frog and the gold teeth towards you, Kikuchio, and says, Thank you for returning my goods. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Uh, as we all go to head outside, obviously taking is about to. <laughs> I don't look at anyone. I just walk out. Let me. Lelena, terribly sorry. I uh, obviously our business is the of the red. Ring. What I I've heard that they were causing troubles for you, and that's causing trouble for the other town I'm in. And I just feel like we could help each other. And I, I'm very sorry about what just happened, but we're, we're interested in trying to help things right. Is any information you could help us with? I mostly. The Red Brands have been a minor menace in the town for several months now. They seem to come from the east. They t- spend most of their time in the Sleeping Giant Tap House. We're not quite sure what the situation is or what their plans are for the town, but I would appreciate anything that you could do to help out. Uh, I think you... that if you were to find Pip, there supposedly Pip knows more about it. Uh, is who is Pip? How do I find Pip? Oh, Pip. Um, he's a, a child, to be embarrassingly frank. Um, like, yes, little one. <laughs> okay. Uh, where, where where does Pip usually play? He's usually with Carp, his friend. But I don't. I haven't seen them today. Oh, I met Carp earlier. He was very nice. Oh, yes, he's a very good child. He was he was a little sassy, but I kind of liked it. Yes. <laughs> now, if we're done here, we uh, we yeah, real quick. Um, can you tell me anything more about what these red brand usually look like? I've I've only heard about them, and they seem really scary. But uh, I, I if you could describe them better, it would be really helpful. Um, they're just basic thugs who wear red cloaks who carry swords. Uh, I, how close is it to this color on a bit of fabric? Holds up. She's not very, I mean, they're both red, but from a distance, it would, it might pass. And if um, but up close. I mean, what, what color would it change? More red? Less, less <laughs> of clay and more like an apple. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Got it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. Take care. Bye. You've been nice. I appreciate you. You're a nice lady. Bye-bye. I head back out. Uh, so probably well, share, that's going the on. information about Pip and Carpet. Yeah. Well, they're inside. I'm, I I I square up to Koran and I say, Dwarf, if anyone's making a fool of us, it's me. You cost us gold that we could have in our hand right now. Surely you can see in your miserly little eyes the disadvantages of irritating every shopkeeper we come across. And I look at him straight in the eyes and I say, No, no, no. Cucuccio, I cost you gold, not me. <laughs> so they're mine. Excellent. Good to know. Um, however, the genius that I am, I already have a plan for dealing with these red cloaks. Sidebar, why are we bothering with this? Do we have to? We don't have Talking to. Talking to me, but... the GM, or your teammates? Teammates. 
<laughs> of course we don't have to. But uh, people seem awfully generous when we seem to help them out. And, uh, you know, helping out the common folk is a good way to earn goodwill and have people to help us. Help those, get help. Maybe the Dwarf Brothers be, will be grateful as well if we find them. To be clear, this isn't out of altruism. This is out of protecting, and we don't know. I'm with Axe. Then here's what we do. After we get squared away, talk to Harb and Wester, cure lodging, I'll go to the Sleeping Giant, and I'll play games. Uh, do we know where uh, Sildar went? Uh, yeah, he hill? went to the Stone Hill, which is just across the uh, town square from you guys. Uh, do we want to go check in with Sildar now that we're a little bit lighter uh, in what we're carrying around with us and see if he has any info that he's picked up since he's been back to town? I'd like to go to the smithy. I'll go to the smithy. Which... Kikuchio? Shopping. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Be quick. Seven. Koran? Koran. Yes. Koran, be nice. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so you guys going to the smithy? Okay. Um, as you you actually passed it on your way down, so it's really easy to to go back there and find it. Um, big burly guy with the beard, bald head, uh, got the apron, the gloves, everything, just hammering away at this flat piece of iron that he's shaping into goodness knows what. Koran, is that your brother? <laughs> I was about to He's ask also you, about like two feet taller than Koron. <laughs> Long lost half brother. Much smaller beard. Koron's the half brother. <laughs> uh, hello. So I walk. I walk up to him. <clears throat> Fellow Smith, how are you today? Better than some, worse than others. He's like as he's talking to you, he just hasn't stopped like hammering on the, the iron. I, I come looking to uh, ideally trade. I've got some fine chain mail for you. I'd like to exchange for some iron plate armor. Have you any? I don't specialize in armor. You okay. might want to check out the Lion Shield Coster. They, they're the ones who trade arms yeah. and armaments here. That old hag sent me here. Not sure why she would do that. She knows that I <laughs> only make farming implements. I like to think the Sanaya is settling in on her. The, the what? She's going to Sina. Oh, I, I doubt that. She's been... Running the coster for the past three years. I have a scimitar, a hand axe, and a hammer that I could give you with a couple pieces of gold for a great axe. For a great axe. Well, hmm. I don't have any on hand, but I could make you one by this two days from now. I'll give you five pieces of gold on top of the equipment if you make it tomorrow. Make a persuasion check. Damn. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have other items that I have to take care of. Fine. What is it that you wanted to trade in? I will give you a hammer, hand axe, and a scimitar, and two pieces of gold. So that's about, what, like 10 pieces of gold worth of stuff? Mm-hmm. Says, well, it's about 30 gold pieces for a battle axe. However, I'm literally just pulling these things from the player's handbook price guide. <laughs> However, if you can make these items better, you can get far more than 30 pieces of gold. As a smith, you know this. Put this stuff down. Please what are you willing to pay? Check. What are you willing to pay? I'll give you the equipment on top of two pieces of gold. That's only about 12 pieces of gold for a 30 gold piece weapon. My fellow smith, 
I don't know what's not resonating here. <laughs> if I give you this equipment, <laughs> you can make it better. And you can get far more than 30 pieces of gold. Let me explain something about business. <laughs> <laughs> I buy things and then sell them for more than I bought them for. But that still doesn't make up for the loss that I would take for the great axe. Come on, as a as a dwarf, I'm sure you know about margin. <laughs> axe, stop. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about me or the axe that you're trying to buy? I'm very confused. Do, do, you want to buy you? do you sell iron ore? I do. May I use your forge? Kind of looks at you. He says, "From one smith to another." Where are you from again? As I look up, I don't remember, but I come from a family of smiths who make iron armor for the dwarven army's cavalry. You're from Mithril Hall. Mithril Hall. I'll tell you what. You work at my forge for two ten days, and you can make your own axe using my materials. How about you let me make my own axe and I get rid of the red bastards for you? Make a persuasion check with advantage. Why do you do this? My persuasion is negative one. Well, not Skyrim. Advantage. <laughs> it's not Skyrim. Oh no. <laughs> Seven. Yeah. Take care of the red cloaks and I'll give you an axe. Done. Kikuchio, um, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> I uh I ask if it deals in gold. Iron and gold, it's my life. I show him the, the frog and, the, and uh, I point out the green rocks on these. I will pay for the teeth, but the art will have to take to Barthens. What do we say? That's each? One gold mm-hmm. each? Yep. Yeah, that... <clears throat> um, yeah, what? Uh, out of character. Is there an armor that makes sense for my guy that gives the stealth, or do I have the best armor that allows for stealth? Um, Anything that's not heavy armor. So the best armor that you can get that's that's basic that does not give you disadvantage on stealth is a medium like... armor. Yeah. So yeah, let me pull it up really quick. So you would want a breastplate, which is four hundred gold pieces. Also, pissed. Matt, the plate mail that you wanted is for reference a thousand gold piece. Nope, it's fifteen hundred gold pieces. <laughs> not if I make my own. <laughs> it would cost you seven seven hundred and fifty gold pieces and take you six and take you two years to make. Kakuchio can steal the equipment for me. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. You stepped on Kakuchio's dick. <laughs> Just wanna remind it, this is not Skyrim. Okay. So I um having watched this interaction between Kakuchio and the Smith, I would like to see if I can pawn off some of this extra crap I have. Um mm. Yeah, I would say anything that's not like scavenged from goblins, you can just sell off. Okay. But like the scimitar you picked up, it's pretty much worthless. You can't sell it. All right. So I've got um, two things of hand axes. I'd like to toss one his way, as well as a hammer. Do you, are you going to have any weapons after that? He's got two I, hand axes. I've got two hand axes. Just okay. What gotcha. You so you're going to sell off those. one hand axe. I'm going to sell off one hand axe and one hammer. Okay. Guys, this is the shopping episode. Really excited. Okay, so um, I want to say that these are like these are really nice dwarven hand axes, so you can actually sell them for six gold pieces. Awesome. And as I hand it to him, I just kind of stare at him and I say, 
this is what we make, just to kind of reaffirm my Smith prowess. Um, you so, made this. Hmm? I did. You made this? I did. I made this. <laughs> I made this. Which, by the way, my friend, was one of the hand axes I was willing to trade for a great axe. You need about six of these. Now, my gold? Gives you six gold. The gold clogged up his... <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm assuming... Like... <clears throat> Maybe threatening yeah. a little more. He's back. Hey, he's back. Hey. Okay. Sorry. So, last thing I saw was I looked at the smithy and I said, which, by the way, was one of the hand axes I was willing to trade for. And you just went like this. And then you froze. Mm. Oh. Uh, I said, you need about six of these. You bastard. Give me my gold. Gives you six gold. Okay. And then um, for the hammer, how much for the hammer is he giving me? one gold piece it's a hammer okay so then i just remove i do i hit remove on my equipment mm-hmm. yeah okay, remove. and then uh, so i picked up seven gold yeah okay <clears throat> my friend can i not interest you in a scimitar are you holding it out to him yes i don't need that dwarven trash in my wares you mean goblin goblin God damn it i did it too <laughs> so what i do is i i just I stare at him after his um, insult, and I just kind of drop the scimitar at his feet and say, use it for scrap. He kind of shrugs and picks it up and just throws it onto a pile of, like, random, like, twisted skeins. <clears throat> okay, I'm good. Um, all right, so let's, uh, so we, the two things, the two things we need to check up on, Harbin Wester, uh, he might be able to help us if we persuade him. Sildar might be able to. Yeah, uh, we should probably head to the game with right. Yeah, then perfect. Um, so actually, it's it's right next door is the Stonehill Inn. It's so in the center of this town. There's this beautifully new built roadhouse of field stones and these kind of like untreated timbers. Uh, as you come inside, the, it has one big common room with some stairs leading up the back. This common room is just filled with Fandilianites. Oh. Uh, with mugs of ale and cider. It's not like one of those you open the door and like the piano stops and everyone turns, but definitely people notice a dwarf, a man carrying a giant oversized two-handed sword, a child, and a large cat walk into the tavern. They can think what they want. Axe, find us a table. Bartender, four drinks for me and my companion. Uh, uh hmm? is Sildar with uh yeah you can actually see him sitting at a table. Make it fine, Sildar. But this barkeep like younger, probably his early twenties, like just kind of wisps of hair growing here, like at the stubble. He says, Oh, five drinks coming up. Excellent. I'll do a follow up. And I'll be three silver, whoever wants to, to pay that. Oh that's me. Your boy's flex. I decide. Who's paying? I'm paying, of course. Oh. oh. <laughs> Everyone's got the party funds. I was just about to insult you, but never mind. You're buying me a drink. <laughs> Is that what it takes? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, you see, you see Sildar um, sitting at the table, reading over some scrolls. Uh, with a, He actually has a half-empty mug and then a pouch on the table next to him. I uh, try to slap him on the back. Make a stealth check. 
Right on. Where's my guy? There. Oh, oh, wait, wait. In my character. Oh Could my you? gosh. Could you? Yes. Before you do that, before you do that, uh, uh-huh. what's his demeanor like? Sildars. Um, uh, he is twelve. Pouring through what looks like a stack of scrolls and papers, which look kind of official. So it seems like he's trying to just catch up on stuff really quickly while he has some free time to be better prepared for the day. Okay. So we're he's about all... that kind of like studious look 12. Yeah. He uh, does not notice you walk up in the hubbub. You slap him on the back and he kind of like jettisons floor and he says, ah, and he looks and he's you guys. Just us. <laughs> all right. The next one's on me, Sildar. How are you? He, I am was feeling better. I'm trying to catch up on things that I was supposed to be aware of before I was waylaid. Anything we should uh, be made aware of? <sighs> Seems that the Gundren's brothers uh, have not been seen in uh, nearly a 10-day, and they were supposed to check in three ago. They should be back due any time. There's reports of a gang of ruffians in crimson cloaks that have been harassing local business owners for the past several months or so. And no sign of Yarno. That's the most concerning. I walk up and I walk up to Sildar and I say, oh, you mean the little red bastards? I have an axe waiting if I turn in their heads. Oh, you're looking to grind an axe then? No, I'm looking to buy an axe. Uh, out of character. Uh, refresh me. Uh, Yarno Albrecht was the wizard who was sent to Fanlin a couple of months ago on behalf of a group that Sildar is with. Um, okay. He just, they have not heard back from him. So Sildar was dispatched to Fanlin to check it out. So I uh, I get close to Sildar. We got to figure out which one to tackle. I already have a perfect the hostage in the sleeping. If they're alive, should we find this wizard? Should we find the dwarves? Who's looking to reward us? The red brands. Yes, I am troubled that Gundren and his brothers have not been seen. But Yarno, if he is around, at least will be able to give us some information on what's been going on. Maybe he might even know who this black spider is. So I kind of step up. And I'm visibly annoyed. And the only thing I say is, I look at Sildar and I say, Sildar, there doesn't seem to be a single person in this town these red bastards haven't upset. Rather than go looking for another person who's probably going to tell us to go look for another person, why don't you just speak to Axe, since he's the only one with a head on his shoulders out of any of us, and come up with a plan? And I kind of just look at Kikuchio. Don't worry, he heard my plan. He'll repeat it. What plan? So, they have hostages. They have a price on their heads, Goran. What hostages? So, uh, I just the, put the, my hands wife, up and I just walk away. And the uh, and the child, the uh, murder stood maybe. up to them, perhaps. So, you need to do two things. Find out and be rescued. Get them out. First part's easy. <clears throat> I'm going to drink and play games just like I want. <laughs> the cat will hide up on the roof. The shapeshifter will be with me. Wait, what's that? As a beautiful lady. They'll let and where are, you, where are you planning to ambush them? And where am I? <laughs> you are the linchpin, my angry friend. They won't be happy when you, stinking drunk, pound on their door, demanding free drink, idiotic humans. <laughs> I'll go in. Mm. I'll make friends. If they're there, no Mr. Kitty. 
Mr. How? Kitty single signals Mr. Dwarf discreeting away. By smashing dwarf on the door? I'm very confused. The dwarf will smash into the door, demand to go in. We have Sildar and perhaps Harbin Wester is not a coward. By my reckoning, makes nine of us against 12 to 50. <laughs> he kind of crosses his you arm. Quite count. <laughs> I look at Sildar and I just stare at him. And I just nod my head towards X. What was, what was the last place that you're... I don't know where is. A wizard? Creeps me out. Ha! <laughs> Sildar. Sildar. Do you know anything yeah. about where... Good kitty. Do you know where Les spotted that? I have not had an opportunity to track him down yet. I was going to make my way to the Townmaster's Hall after I had secured lodging and funding. Uh, and with that, he reaches over to the bag that's next to his mug of cider. <laughs> Uh, and he lifts it up, and there's a definite clink of coin in there. He says, I was able to secure a loan from Stonehill. Here's the 50 gold I promised for returning, for escorting me to Fandolin. Sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you. The gold is heavy, but it lightens my mood. Mm. So I... Yeah, we have 12 and a half again. And five silver? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're making a lot of fucking money. It's almost like you guys don't have to harass merchants for two percent difference. <laughs> hint, hint. I didn't harass. I didn't harass anybody. <laughs> I, mean, I made a deal. I don't think you that made Kikuchi, a deal. That Kikuchio is hell bent on ruining. <laughs> Way to piss off the only weapons dealer in town, Matt. <laughs> um, at this point, the young man comes through and he brings you your. Five beers. Yes. Kikuchio drinks his beer quickly. Uh, pays, if we hadn't done that at the bar. Pays here. Three coins. Clank. Four. He pockets it. Thank thank, thank you, sir. Anything you need, you just... You will ask her a call, and I'll be right there. Okay, I've seen a wizard. I lean in. A wizard? Um, Yarbo? Yargo? Something like that? Yarno's the one. Yarno, I mean, I... Well, the, there was, um... A, a, a fellow who came in several months ago, um, old man, a beard, <clears throat> a cloak, uh, had a long staff. If, if that's not a wizard, I don't know what is. I, same as me, buddy. You know where he might be? Do you might know my? Do you no. know who might find him? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. All right, we'll be needing more beer shortly. Thank you. Okay, okay. Hmm? You kind of hmm. like goes back. So I look at Kikuchio and I go, Kikuchio, he's your type. <laughs> Indeed, he is. Moved by coin. So, uh, Sildar, um, you think that maybe it's a good idea to uh, talk to the big boss of the town and see what he might know? Um, it can't, it can't hurt at all. Um, you could probably also ask around here and see if anybody knows <clears throat> anything. The bartender doesn't seem to know shit. <laughs> oh, he's he's just an employee. He doesn't know much. Well, you're you're familiar uh, with this town. Any, anyone in particular that's uh, in the know? Yeah, actually. So he actually um, waves over a another person at the bar, and um, this woman comes over and he says, "Trelena." Yes, um, it's actually so. You get the, the way that she inter has been interacting with the other guests. You can tell that she's kind of like in charge. She. She runs the inn. She's so her and her husband own the inn. Um, he says, uh, Trina, these are my associates. Friends. 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 
um, we're hoping that you would be able to provide some, some help. Have you heard anything about the Red Brands, besides the fact that they're causing trouble? I we're trying to see what we're getting into here. Uh, Shalana kind of looks at you guys, and she takes a look around the, the inn. She says, well, you didn't hear it from me, but Pip, Tomlin's son, has been saying that Quellen's son, Carp, has found a secret tunnel in the woods, and that he almost was captured by the Red Brand. I don't know if that can be of any help, but that's the only rumors that I've been hearing. You have to ask Carp or Quellen some more information about it. Do you know where we can find Pip? Um, yeah, so Pip is her son. Okay. Yeah. Um, she says, uh, Pip! Pip! Uh, and from the back, this kid comes out, and he is just covered, just soaked head to toe in so in like water and soap uh like he's, he's wearing clothes like it looks like he was washing dishes in the back and just got way too involved with the situation um he says yeah, yes mama yeah pip where's carp i don't know mama he's uh probably with his dad uh at the farm he says all right can you tell these young men these men what you heard about this make me fucking do all these npc voices uh-huh I fucking love it. Get About the it. tunnels. Oh well, well, I well, you see, God, we're adventurers, and we were exploring the woods. And Carp said that he found a tunnel in the mouth of the woods by his farm, and that he almost got captured. But he was real quiet, like, and snuck away. And the Red Brands didn't see him. Thank you, Pip. I I appreciate it. Why so, are you all wet? He says, "Ha ha ha!" and he runs off. <laughs> Uh, I just discovered my <laughs> Sam <laughs> doing child voices. <laughs> so I'm just so I'm just sitting here and I'm just kind of like with my hand, my face in my hands, and I'm just looking at this, and I just look up and I'm like, this town, someone is always with someone somewhere else that we are not at, and now we have to take advice from a child who's an adventurer, and one of his friends crawled into a hole. And got lost. Uh, is there is there anyone like obviously staring at Koran itself right now? Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> uh, no six. one is paying you the slightest bit of attention. Uh, I'll just look at Koran and see. we figured out. I think a little. <clears throat> Fair enough. Just... <clears throat> I just nod to Axe and say, "Fine." Uh, what time of day is it? <clears throat> Early afternoon. Okay. Uh, everyone uh, got their midday buzz on. We want to go try to, try to find uh, our, our kid friend again. Say we even west or at least we Oh, let's do that. That's is. a good idea. Sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, I think he might let's probably. Ask Sildar. Let's ask Sildar. Have you seen Harbin Wester while you've been running around between the Townmaster's Hall and here? I haven't made my way to the Townmaster's Hall. I had instructed all my correspondence to be delivered here at the inn. Um... I can join you if later if you're going there now. You join us later if we're. Well, I won't be able to, to leave right now. I still have to go through all of my correspondence that I've missed. But if you're going to be there later, I can go there later. How long do you think it'll take? Couple hours to go through all this. So uh, it might be helpful to have uh, a friend along. Do you want to try to find our little kid friend? Uh, see if Carp has any silver and, and head out later. Yep, I think that sounds good. We do that. Okay. Head for the orchard. Yeah. All right. Um, as you guys walk outside, um, as you head back into the street, 
you actually across the way see four individuals in red cloaks kind of leaning up against a building staring at you and staring at the door uh can i just get a really good look uh yeah i mean it's just kind of four armed ruffian looking dudes all human you know various ages facial and everything um sure uh, yeah they're they're kind of far away at first um but as they see you actually exit the door they kind of get up from the spot where they were standing and leaning off, and they start to walk towards you guys. So I take a look at everybody in here. <clears throat> I, I take a look at our team, and I say, well, the good thing is, if we take them out, that's a third of them gone, if there's 12. So I just kind of grab, I just kind of grip my ass as Axe is trying to yeah. calm me down. I'm just urging for calm as much as possible. Hey, that's a pretty cloaky. Um, as they they come up towards you, they kind of all like are resting their hands on their pommels. One of the ruffians just kind of spits on the ground and says, "Time for you to move on, strangers. Moving on. Give us your stuff and be on your way." Uh, we don't got any stuff, as you see. We're there's travelers here, but uh, okay, bye. Then you know. Like he kind of holds his hands out. Then you wouldn't mind us investigating to make sure you're not carrying any contraband. See, see, the problem is that uh, I don't have anything, and I'm also like really averse to people touching me. Well, you're just gonna have to get over that. So I cut him off and just kind of like point my axe upward <laughs> at his at his face and say, "You can turn around and you can leave." Uh. At that, he kind of backs up a step back into his group. He unsheathes his sword, and he says, you better drop that little weapon, or you're going to have to drop everything. Sorry, guys. I'm taking a swing. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Everybody as, roll as, initiative. Okay, as, as he's going to do that, I'm, I'm trying to slink off to the side as much as possible. So, <laughs> okay. So. Noted. I'll put you on the far left. All right, everyone, let's roll some initiative. You got it. You got it, dude. All right, seven. Hmm. Well, Kikuchio's last. <laughs> wow. So Kikuchio is just like, he's still like drinks feet up it on the table. The tracker, is that, are you not seeing? I see the 23. So seven. I also got a 23. I also got a seven. Seven, what's your roll? I am a 23. Oh, it's up high. Okay. Hmm. Guys, one second. The counter builder is being dumb. I might have to do this manually. Uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to take a 33. I'll take a pass. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone, take your take a let's take a quick bio break. Everyone has to pee or get refills. Yep. Yeah. So first up, uh, who's got a higher dexterity between seven and X? Uh, I'm, I'm at seventeen. All right, seven. You are up first. <clears throat> awesome. No. Oh, you guys. Oh, children, children, children. That's I don't awesome. approve of this behavior. <laughs> You're a liar. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, I am, I'm going to move up on him. And okay. I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Okie dokes. Hit him with a flurry of blows. Nope. And with the nine, I miss, unfortunately. Um, yes. Yes, you do. Do you want to flurry of blows? And, yeah, I'm going to flurry of blows. Okay. 
He has all his second second level abilities now. Yeah. 17 to hit. That hits. For six. Six damage. Alright. Now, do I get two? That's two under number strikes on the bonus action. I think it's if you... After you take the attack on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Awesome, do yes. it. Thank you for keeping on top. Twelve does not hit. Fantastic. <clears throat> all right, that's all I got. All right. Uh, next up is Axe. Okay. To attack that guy, dagger. And you get advantage for summary, right? Uh, no, I don't get advantage, attack. but I get fourteen to hit. Fourteen is the what you needed. All right, oh, pretend it. For ten, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so seven comes up, punches this guy in the face, mm-hmm. and then as he's kind of reeling, axe swoops in behind, and as he runs by, just slices him right in the throat with his dagger, uh, incapacitating him. I'm he sorry, is, Mister. He is donezo. Uh, I've got actually. You know what? Uh, I will. Can I throw a dagger as uh my second? Um, yes, but you don't get to add your proficiency bonus. Okay, uh, so I'm going to target right there. Okay, so it's going to be 18, and then what is your proficiency bonus? Two? Uh, I did one damage, plus three. Right, but I, uh, I don't think uh, you can add your proficiency to Okay, oh, so you oh, still to the hit. Attack? Uh, yeah. yeah, to the attack is uh, plus two. Yes, yeah, so you still hit. Um, so you do four, four piercing damage. damage. Okay, yeah. Guys, how do you measure again? It's uh, the uh, little ruler. It's like the circle with a little it's like a power button. Yeah. Um, underneath. The... Um, and that was this guy? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. For four damage. Okie dokes. Um, is that it? Uh, is there any shelter? Or... Can I can I try to hide behind seven? Um, that would be... Well, using be my cunning action? No, because you used your bonus action to oh, do a to second. Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got it. If you have any movement yeah. speed, you could move. No, I, I, used, I used my 30 feet together. I got you. First okay. time Rogan. Rogan, Rogan, Jeff Rogan. All right. Two, Joe three. Rogan? Jeff. Okay, so uh, this guy runs up here, and he's going to make an attack with his short sword. Let me turn on things so it actually rolls to. Sorry, rolls to roll twenty tabs. Rolls with his sword. Sword. Uh, Quaron is a ten hit for uh, me. Yes. No. All right, he's gonna take a second attack. There's a nine. A nine doesn't hit. All right. So, nope. uh, ten. That's just not his. And he's going to stay there in melee with you. Um. <clears throat> And then the third red band ruffian, the one that you hit, is going to move 10, 15, 20, move up here, and attack the one that threw a dagger at him. The 12 hit. All right, he's going to take a second swipe at you. <clears throat> Ooh, not a natural 20, but 20. Yeah, that, that'll... Uh, As he charges, he... Takes one swipe and his inertia kind of overcarries him. You're able to dodge out of the way, but you're unable to get away from the the backhanded swipe for six damage. So six damage that slashes across your thigh. Oh shit, your thigh! <clears throat> um, boom, boom. That's the third. All right, Quan, it's your turn. So I've been meleeing with this guy. He misses me twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just kind of laugh at him and go, 
where'd you learn to fight? Kikuchio's mother? And I get <laughs> I just laugh. And I just take a big swing with my axe right at here. Right at this guy. At the guy, alright. Make yeah, an attack. So. God damn it. Where is it? The fuck? Actions. So in yeah. D D, did you download the little roller thing? I did, Maybe, yeah. Obviously. Because so. you've been rolling checks. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to use my hand axe, and I'm going to take a swing, and I'm going to say, you'll be my first piece of gold towards my new axe. Because you knew me? All right, yeah. That hits for seven damage. One second here. Okay. Okay. And um, I've got movement, right? Uh, Yep. If you move, so, you will provoke him. That, that is correct. His threat range. Got you. So unless I back up, essentially. No, uh, unless, unless you, you can, uh, stay within his five foot bubble, like right. Yeah. Him. Like you can move around anywhere here, here, but you can't like move back here, or else as you turn, as you like lower your defense to move away, he would be able to take an attack on you. Okay. And I can't take another attack on him right now. You could action surge and give yourself a whole another action. You get one of those per short rest, I believe. Okay, I'd like to do that. Okay, so in your... Let me just go to the campaigns really quick. Game rules. Action I just... You have to just bark at you and die it. Sorry, what? I've never played a fighter before, so I don't really know. It's just uh, action surge. You get one action once per shift. Gotcha. All right, so you can yeah. make another attack, Matt? Yeah. Coron. Coron. My hand axe. <laughs> and I look at him, and I'm just like, did that hurt? How does this one feel? Bam. Yeah. It feels bad, uh, man. So your first one you do is you slash him across, and then you actually just immediately whip back, and like with the hammer portion of your axe, you just smash him like right in the jaw, and you can just see a couple teeth like fly out as he like kind of staggers from your attack. Still standing. Still standing. Motherfucker. Um, that last uh, guy's got. Um, unless Corey wants to try to. No. I'm assuming this is the guy that talks shit, so I'm gonna stick with him. Okay, so that was yours. Yeah, then this is the fourth guy. Um, this guy is gonna see his friend not only getting beat up, but also getting shit on by this little dwarf. <laughs> um, let's check to see the movement distance. And he can make the distance, so he's gonna move up here, and he's going to make one attack against you, Koron, with a twenty-two. For, and he's gonna hit for seven damage. God damn it! One attack. Yeah. He gets a second attack, which he's gonna swing and take against you, Kikuchio. No way. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think a seven hits, does it? No, it doesn't. Not yet. So he like, got a little overconfident, and he forgot that he wasn't fighting two dwarfs, and he like kind of got in too quick. But you're easily able to just kind of bat it away as he overextends himself. Right he said seven damage. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Kikuchio, knock the shit out of him. <laughs> well, Kikuchio's not too upset about the getting smacked, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> going to I'm definitely going to attack that guy over the great sword. Oh shit! Oh, great. Oh. See you later. <laughs> Jesus. So this guy comes up and uh, swipes at you and misses, and as you've envisioned this moment so many times and you've practiced this one move because you're like this would be so cool if i could pull it off as he makes a swipe you bat down his weapon and do a full spin 
kind of keeping your blade at an angle. So when you come back to face him, it's now above. And you just swipe down, continuing your arc, cleaving off his head and his, sho- and his shoulder as oh. that was holding the weapon. So cool. That's like in, uh, what's that movie with Qui-Gon Jinn? Star Wars. Anyway. Star Wars. No, <laughs> no, that guy. Rob Liam Roy. At the end of Rob Roy. Oh. He like cuts this dude way down into his chest. It's, All right, it, it's how you imagine warriors who whose armor you're wearing fight. Like this is how they actually do it. Yeah, chopped him up. Um, right so on. he goes down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm gonna use my action surge and I'm gonna uh, charge against the other guy. I'm gonna step up, attack that other guy. Okay. Little box. Eleven. This eleven hit. No, 11 is not it. So you're a little overconfident and you're like, I'm going to do it again. And you try <laughs> to kind of swoop down. But it's like, after seeing his friend fall prey to the exact same attack, just kind of steps to the side really quick and, and bats it away. Very good. Good. That's all I'm capable of. All right. That's the end of the round. Back to the top of the round. Seven. It's now <sighs> your turn. Fantastic. Have myself there. <clears throat> Meow. Like I'm coming from behind you, right? Meow. <laughs> Boom. Twenty-one. Yes. Six for six damage. That's the third guy. Okay. Yes, you come around. You slash him, like kind of just above where the ass is. Yeah. On the back, trying to like, get a little kidney shot. Okay. All right, and then I'm going to bonus action my unarmored strike with my claws okay. and completely miss. Fantastic. Yeah. He can, as he kind of like arcs backward as you uh, from the pain and you just kind of like swipe right over him. All right, that's my turn. All right, that's your turn. Good damage. All right, Axe, what are you up to? Uh, how's that guy look on this? Thing? Uh, he's looking like he got slashed in the back and across the thigh. Um, he's looking kind of... We're kind of roughed up. 16 to hit for four slashing. I'm actually not trying to sneak. Um, uh, yeah, one, two, three. All right. Uh, he's looking pretty hurt. All right. Use the sound attack and try to get this gen if I can. Okay. Boom. 20 yeah. to hit for nine that, damage. That is more than enough to take care of him. Cool. Uh, just as a little bit of flavor as he's going down, uh, I make my face look exactly as he's dying. Uh, <laughs> you, you see a look of abject horror on his face as you do so. I know, psychopath. <laughs> All right. Child again. I'm going to use my movement after doing that and get right up to there. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, can I get over here, pick up my dagger? Is that a free action, or is that going to take uh, an action to do so? I would say that would be like at least a bonus action. All right. Uh, well, then fuck it. Yeah, you don't have a belt of returning yet. Sorry. Yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, dead, dead, dead. Koron, it is your turn. So I have a question out of character. Sure. <clears throat> this dude's dead in the next hit regardless of who it comes from. So I want to ask him, can, am I allowed to say something to him before I hit him or no? Like ask him a question. Um, I would say, I mean, each round is six seconds. Yeah. So I would say you could ask him something. So what I'm asking, then, yeah. Can I ask him a question? And if I don't like his answer, hit him. You can ask him a question. I'll say as a bonus action and you can hold your attack. 
for until his response. Okay, I'd like to do that because it's basically I want to try and get information out of him. And if I don't like it, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, I mean, you could also make a non-lethal attack, like just try and whack him in the head and knock him out, like you did your child this evening. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I I want the option of killing him. Okay, yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask. What's your question? So before my head, I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, I'm going to point my axe like right on his forehead and be like, your friends are dead and you will be too. Tell us what we want to know about your little outfit and we might spare you. Oh, well, it's a green jerkin. I've got a red cape and I got this embroidery uh, on my belt. All right. Is that your, is that your, your thing? Well, that's my question. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to do in your turn? You have to wait for his action. Yeah, he does. Oh, so then it's going to cycle through everybody yeah. again. Yeah. Got you. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that because I want to see if he understands that his friends are dead. None of us are dead. We're none of us are close to dying. You know, I want him to understand the gravity of the situation, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so should I, can I rephrase my question? Sure. Okay. So again, I put the tip of my axe right on his forehead and kind of just dig it in a little bit to where he can feel. I mean, he's not like on his knees. Like he's, you guys are still in combat. Yeah, that's an attack. Yeah. That's a... Okay, yeah. fine. Fuck it. I'm going to hit him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hand axe this motherfucker. Damn. Nope. I'm going to not hit him. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, he looks around. At everybody, and he's going to take the disengage action. He's going to move his full movement. 25, 30. <laughs> to uh, do something. You guys don't know yet. <clears throat> and, that's his, uh, and that's his turn, because he had to take the disengage action. Yep. My range. I charge him. It's my turn, right? Uh, yep. I get all up in. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You missed. This mother squirmy. All right. Uh, back up to the top. Seven, it's your turn. Awesome. I'm going to use my feline agility, which doubles my movement speed. <laughs> I forgot about this. Damn it. Yeah, a fucking. And I'm going to get right here, and I'm going to use the grapple action against him to try to pull him down. Uh, okay, so it's a contested. You're making a strength check. Oh, this should be fun. Weakest kitty. In the oh, fucker. Natural one. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He act. So I'm gonna say he actually. You make the grapple and you go to tackle him, and he just completely leaps over you with a natural twenty. Oh, oh shit! Fantastic. And you're actually. Uh, you didn't roll a one, so I'm not gonna make you go prone. But okay. uh, yeah, he just actually like, surge of adrenaline literally his last legs he uh i mean he rolled natural 20 so i have to do something no absolutely all right uh you know can i so can i i'm not prone so i'm gonna also go right behind him and then bonus action fury blows okay is that, how many key points have you used uh one so this would be number two son of a bitch man make it away uh, i think you get one more oh yeah you got two flurries of blow that's true thank you for movement readers. Oh, uh, 15 hits. 15 hits. 
Seven, yeah. So he leaps over you, and uh, you actually are able to reach out, and you grab his ankle, and you just slam him right into the ground. Uh, and you can just see the like just the momentum and everything. You just see this this kind of slow puddle of blood that's spilling out from where his face hit the ground. And that's enough to do it. Fantastic. I get my dagger. I honestly thought he was going to get away. I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fuck yeah, I'll get some reinforcements to fuck you guys up. (laughs) Um, Uh, So yeah, that's we're officially out of initiative. On a side note, I'm actually really impressed how efficient you guys were. I'm gonna have to make these encounters like this was a deadly encounter. Like you should have died to this, uh, according to the CR system. So, <laughs> so good job, guys. I'm proud of you. Sweet. Woo. Well, the crits really make that great sword sing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I pick up my dagger uh, and start rolling the guys that are. Are there people that can see us? That like are. Uh. Yeah. Definitely. Um. You see. Let me go Do back. They so- see- Let's go back to the Fandolin. So this took place right about here. So you notice oh, over you here, the DM there's like a... Oh, sorry. There we go. Here. Right. So you saw a woman right here poking her head out of the door. And then you see um, actually Lilani or Lilen. Lilena from the Lion Shield Coster. See what's going on. And then... Um, Make actually, you're looking around for people. Make a perception check. <clears throat> the guy well, just the guy just killed. I take his cloak. Okay, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Uh, up in the second story window, of the town master's hall, you see someone's face. That when they see you look up at them, it, you see the curtain close really quickly. They get a sense. Nope. You saw you saw a movement. Um, a couple. 25 30 feet away up on a second floor window that's what you get with 24 so i want to um i want to grab a cloak yeah i also want to um check one of the bodies sure go for okay um i'm trying to roll the the two that i just want to just search for something see what they've got on them you know any gold or Mm -hmm. um take a look at their sword okay yeah. Um, no gold on the on the uh, ruffians actually. Okay. Um, but they do have just like a basic short sword. Uh, looks kind of cheap. They don't really have the best. They're not kitted out with like prime magic weapons or anything like that. So they don't have like any rings or buckles that are in other than the cloak or the cloak itself. There's nothing indicative that they're part of this little group. Yep, that's pretty much. They just, they kind of all are wearing just generic like leather armor. Okay. Um. And the, but the red cloak is like the symbol of their of their group. No, is like any, sigils or anything. Is there any information or instruction written any of them? Tattoos or no parchment in their cloaks or pockets. I, I mean, you know, like some of them have like bits and knickknacks <clears throat> in their clothes. One of them has a tattoo, but it's kind of worn and faded. Um, actually, who's who's looking for tattoos? Uh, that was- Seven, make a history check. Eight. Yeah, it just looks like a, a bird tattoo. You're not quite sure what it means, pretty. but it's pretty old. And it looks kind of like, oh, like this is a nice looking bird. Cute birdie. Um, so, Kikuchio, uh, 
yells, "Come on, we can't stand here!" and grabs one of the uh, grabs one of those guys and starts dragging him towards the town master's hall. Okay, we're gonna see us follow. Uh, I just want to pop my head. No, I'm going to run as fast as I can, like double dash in the Lion Shield College after having Lelana pop her head out and tell her, I told you, we've got your back. Noted. I kind of just look at Lelana and wave to see if she's forgiven me. She hasn't. Um, you, she, she looks at you kind of like with a, she still doesn't like you because you basically implied that she was a whore. Uh, but she she Cannon. respects what you guys are did just now, and that you guys are a force to be reckoned with in this town. Begrudgingly, though, mm-hmm. <laughs> begrudgingly for all of us. Yeah. So if if they're not grabbing, if they're not dragging bodies mm-hmm. towards this hall, I'm just in the pile, and they can ask me what okay. I'm doing. If- uh, so you're just dragging these dead corpses up to what's basically city hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, good thing this town has no fucking guards. Uh, <laughs> X is not helping with this even a little bit. Um, there's like this kind of bureaucrat look person says, Excuse me, what do you think you're doing? I think of taking the bodies to the town master. We need to talk. Do you have an appointment? <laughs> I walk I up sh- and I-, I shake the body. <sighs> yeah, he turns around and he like half storms half like flees up the stairs uh and you hear some doors opening and closing in the town master's hall i'm gonna go so back get... into stone hill inn and grab sildar and let him know the, the sense of urgency that he needs to come to the town master's hall with us i walk up to Kikuchio and i'm just like never thought you'd see somebody so mad about taking the trash out huh. well, i think we're gonna be the trash to these ones if we don't get inside uh and i want to start like Closing windows, like any obvious way to like bar door. Got full okay. paranoia. Wait, where are we going? Townmaster's Hall. In, into the Townmaster's Hall. Okay. Uh, so seven, you and Sildar get back, and the door's locked to the Townmaster Hall. Apparently. Fantastic, Sildar. Like, how how do we get a meeting, or how do we get into the Townmaster's <laughs> Hall? <laughs> well, normally the doors are are open. Um, I'm not sure why they would be locked. Sildar. Are you aware of any sort of a are you, relationship? Are you still outside or are you inside the Townmaster's Hall, Koran? Oh, I uh, guess so I'm, I'm, I, I dragged that body inside and started barring doors. Oh, so yeah, no, I, I, I was hanging out with Kikuchio. Okay, so you're inside? Yeah. Kikuchio, let us in. Um, the, yeah, Kikuchio, you hear in. this loud banging on the door as Sildar like, pounds on the door. Who is it? Kikuchio, let us in. This is no time for games. Let's go. Open the door right meow. Open the door. Um, okay. Kitty. Kitty always wants in, but then he's going to want right back out. Goddamn right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I let them in and I close and bar the door after them. Okay. Let's go find this town master. All right. Yeah, so you guys traipse up the stairs, Sildar in tow. Um, you come up to a closed and locked door. Um, pretty ornate for being like a backwater village city at all. Um, it's made this like really nice polished oak um, with these beautiful iron bands uh, that are kind of formed to look like trees. It's really it's really well done. Um, it's actually very surprising. You at, admire the craftsmanship, Koran. Yeah, I, I, I so I actually I looked to Koran and uh, kind of like mouth to kick that open. So <laughs> I look at him and I'm like. Not a chance. Um, I'd like to, if I can, do um, a perception check. I just kind of, I, sure, I'm kind of, 
Well, I'm a little intrigued that for this little rinky-dink podunk redneck backwater town has such mm-hmm. a kind of nice town hall and the fact that this person was visibly upset that we had, um, I don't know, started, yeah, like wiped out the town thugs or at least some of them. So mm-hmm. I want to just take a look around and see if I notice anything that might signify some sort of relationship between town leadership and these these guys. Sure. Make a perception check. Hmm. Yeah, so um, you look around, and as you kind of look down the stairs uh, towards the the entranceway, what does jump out at you is that everything is very tasteful, <laughs> but it's also relatively sparse. Um, there's not a lot of extra trimmings, not a lot of flashy precious metals. Um, it's basic common goods that have been worked very well and very, with, with skill. Um, so that's something that, that jumps out to you being a, a dwarf and having a artisan's eye that these are people who are able to do quite a bit with not very much. Um, and the, and you don't necessarily see anything in the town hall that would necessarily raise your suspicion. So, you know, there's no like stacks of red cloaks in a corner or anything like that. <laughs> uh, I, I pound on the door. Um, from inside, you hear uh, some quiet, muffled arguing. And then you hear kind of this like a, meek el- like older kind of like middle-aged voice hello we're not coming to hurt you we just need to talk we were attacked outside who is this well uh i look to i look to sildar and i say make yourself known <clears throat> you guys make pc back and forth again yep hi uh, <laughs> sildar does that <laughs> yeah sildar does that <laughs> sildar does the thing um Sildar calls out, Harbin, open the door, you fool! Sildar, is is that you? Harbin, I swear to God, open the door! He bangs on the door. You kind of hear it be quiet for a second. Um, and then you hear kind of a lock unlatch. And a door kind of just quietly peep open. And then catch on a second chain lock. And out pokes his eye of a, you know, middle-aged, you know, uh, Townmaster Wester. Sildar, what are you doing with these outsiders and a corpse of a of a red brand? Not one. Four. His one eye that you can see peeking out the door widens when you say four. Uh, and Sildar says, let us in and we'll explain everything. And I guess now Sildar has to make a <clears throat> persuasion check. <laughs> I'm helping him. Can he do it with advantage? <laughs> How are you helping him? Uh, I, I'm standing there saying we don't we don't mean to hurt you we just need an audience so it's a little late in the rp for that (laughs) um and silver did not roll very well uh harbin wester he kind of looks and says anything you could say you can say from out there Uh, harbin i again i mean this with the greatest respect but um who's this identify yourself my name's Axe, uh, and you'll meet me in a second, whether you choose to open the door or not. Um, I mean this with the greatest respect, but we're going to come in, and I- I'd like to do it with your permission, but uh, we'll do it without if that's the way it goes. So I'm getting ready to kick the door in. Make an intimidation check. Can I assist with that by being large, 
man standing being behind in- him, flowering. <laughs> I'm gonna say if you guys want to assist with persuasions, you generally need to participate in the persuasion, like during the uh, persuasion. Sixteen. <laughs> you hear this loud sigh. He says, "Oh, all right." Uh, you can hear the door. He closes the door, and you can hear the the latch unlock the chain. He opens the door. He says, "Might as well come in." Th- thank you, most gracious. We we really appreciate it. All we I'm wanted just, to do is talk. I drag I drag the body in. Well, that's all I wanted to do. What? State your business. So, uh, these red brands, um, they seem to be causing problems. We we just left the the inn, and they got. Like really mean, and uh, then we had to defend ourselves, and now here we are. Uh, Kikuchio? How soon do you expect them to come after we slew them in the town square? Oh, I can't believe that you did this. All you're doing is causing trouble with them. But what were we supposed to do? They attacked us. Were we not supposed to defend ourselves? You're There's not no supposed to town. murder them in broad daylight. It was them or us. What? You want us to just die instead? You're the town master. Aren't you supposed to protect the town? We're we're trying to help, but... <sighs> you have no idea what situation you've put me in. You're, you're right, I don't, but if you could just help explain. I mean, we're, we're obviously, we're very new to the town, but we're, we mean, we have the best of intentions. The more information you can share, the, maybe the better we can help. The red brands are a nuisance, yes, but they... Keep a general sense of order in the town. That they hit me for you... six points of damage. That's not a nuisance. I don't understand what that <laughs> means. But sense of order by extorting shopmakers. How is that any different than a tax that's levied by the king? Boy. I kind of shrug. Hmm. The king doesn't necessarily always kill you. That's true. They've started to overstep their bounds, but I'm in no position to dispute them. They came. As a small force at first, but they grow in number every ten day. Where did they come from? I don't know from whence they came, no but... No one knows where they came from. Where, if, if you say that they keep on growing in number, and you're okay with them so far, I mean, what do you expect to happen in another ten day, or another ten day, or another ten Make How long are you going to be a, okay with this? Make a perception roll, or an insight check. <clears throat> 21. Um, you are pretty familiar with the faces of emotion, um, being someone who has to fake and mimic human emotions. And this is a very easy call for you. Uh, this is a look of <clears throat> moderately concealed panic and anxiety, uh, knowing that he is helpless to combat the red brands and then also denial as well. Um, that they are actually a threat to his authority as a town master um, and to the town itself. Um, so uh, you kind of see this desperation in his eyes as you're saying, well, what about you know if they get bigger or if they get more powerful? When, when, I, when I start to see that in, in him, I, I'm just going to sort of look straight at him and say, what's you this attainable? We're here. We can, we can possibly help you. But what you're doing, if we walk away, is that something you want? If not, we can walk right out. We can leave you with these corpses and we can get out of here and they're yours to deal with. He, he kind of looks to Sildar and Sildar just kind of nods. I don't know what to do. How many fighting men? Are, who can we raise? There's, if they were fighting men in this town, the Red Brands would not have been a problem in the first place. 
They kill anyone who stands up to them. The woodworker Teldar was murdered ten days ago, and his wife and daughter have gone missing since. That's another question. You know of the nothing. Where were they last fighting women? Ah, if only that were so, we would not need the men. Not a single man among you left a spear. We're farmers and miners. Not I, I trained saw, soldiers. I saw the way the smith swings a hammer. You swing that at a face instead of a anvil, and bad things are going to happen to whoever he swings at. I wouldn't want to get in his way. We can frighten them off now, assistant. Rouse every man in the village. And the, they'll flee. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk an open combat with the red brands. It would be better to attack them in their nest and to flush them out. You seem to be the one with the, with what can you tell us about their nest? And uh, I mean, I have lots of other questions that actually don't pertain to these red brands and we'll get to that in a second, but uh, these, these red brands, what, what do you know about where they stay? Do you know anything about their leader? We're not sure about who the leader is, but they do have heard references to a glass staff, whatever that means, some sorcerer, I'm sure. Hmm. who might be the driving force between them. There's also rumors that they employ orcs and or goblins and bugbears in their employ as well. This, and I look to the rest, <laughs> look to Sildar. These these threads are starting to come together in a way that uncomfortable. You can see my literal skin start to just crawl. <laughs> That's cool, actually. <laughs> you know what? Take a, take a DM inspiration for that. All right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, um, so I... I mean, and and I'll sort of look to Sildar, and I, I'm just going to totally disregard the uh, townmaster at this point. And just start talking to him. So, with Gundren being taken by the goblins and the bugbear, these red brands that are also seem to be maybe have having something that there there seems to be something bigger going on here, and this is this is very uncomfortable. So, uh, what, what what do you think, Sildar? I agree that more information is needed. <sighs> we should find out wherever these red brands are hiding out. Find out as much as we can. And see if we can take care of this glass staff and eliminate this threat once and for all. Uh, what, what do you guys think? <clears throat> I think they'll come for a chance. They need high-minded. Mm, I think I want my axe. With with us having That's, their, uh, their room. I'm right here for you, bud. I think it's a chance for us to gain a little more intel from the sleeping giant. If my little changeling friend here is able to go in and, and surprise more okay, information. Just real quick. I would super appreciate it if you guys stopped referring to me as a changeling. That totally blows everything, just for what it's worth. Okay, so <laughs> for the record, I've always referred to you as Axe. <laughs> um, I mean, you so guys I, in like the royal sense. So I'll tell you what, for every time someone calls me a goblin or an orc, I will call <laughs> you a changeling. <laughs> That's not fair to me. Other people are dicks. <laughs> well, my insults have no effect on Kikuchio. Seven doesn't say or do enough for me to insult him, so you're my only target. Uh, I, I will uh, look to the town map. So I have a question. Yeah. Out of character, um, Sam. How much of the how much about the layout of the town do we know about as of right now? Do we only know of the places we've been to and have been told about? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna say you know that. Over to the east end of town, there is this pub, the Stone Giants Inn, or something. I forgot what it's called. Sleeping Giant. Sleeping Giant, thank you. It's late. So, uh, I, so are you looking at the map? Yeah. I know nothing of this area right here. Hold on. I know nothing of here. Trezendar Manor. Um, yeah. Correct. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so I look to the town master and 
if Axe is done, I want to ask a question. Actually, you you know that this is here. Um, you did see it coming in because you see how it's kind of on a hill. Yeah. As you bring him in, you're able to see it over here. So if Axe when if Axe is done, if not, I'll wait. But I have a question for the town master. I mean, I I, I just had one flourish. Uh, sure. Uh, I pull out one of the uh, cloaks that I'm dragging along, and I and you've been with these guys for, a while, and they they seem to be just sort of thugs. What I've seen so far, do they seem to really have any number, or are they just sort of I don't know independents that are trying to make a buck working with each other? Like if if someone showed up. And and I'll sort of turn around and drag the cloak over my back and make my face look like one just killed. Turn around and look like it. And present myself to him, and I say, if someone presented themselves like this, uh, first off, he's freaked out that you did that. Uh, secondly, uh, I'm trying to warn you. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know enough about them to know if they are tight knit and organized, but. It seems they're growing at a fast enough rate and they are mercenary enough where you might be able to sneak in and, and impersonate one. The higher station. They all seem to report this glass staff. And I'll drop the quote. Thanks. Uh, and access. So I look at the town master and I say, the man are on the hill east of the sleeping giant. What do you know of it? Uh, it's uh, Tresendar Manor. It belonged to an old family prior to the collapse of the first Fandlin settlement. Um, it's a ruin at this point. Rumors of deep underground cellars that was used in times of conflict. It was one of the last holdouts of Fandlin when the orc raiders came in centuries ago. And there's been no activity seen since? None that I've heard of, but... It's difficult to tell. There's a copse of woods just below it that one could sneak in and out of, but they'd have to have some sort of secret entrance. Wink. So I look to Axe and I say, these red bastards are all concentrated on the east side of this town. I have a deep feeling Trisendar Manor has something to do with this. I think you might be right. Mm. And uh, I will turn to him and I, think I need to go see my friend. They did speak of a tunnel that they almost got ambushed in. Where's that Just little bastard? From uh, from a flavor point of view, uh, mm-hmm. Axe will often just ch- change shape to sort of emote what he's talking about, and mm-hmm. if that isn't coming through, like uh, you got to do it with I'm, your face. I I actually can't. I'm not a shape changer myself. So I can try real hard, but I like, all right, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to do some Jim Carrey work. <laughs> so I look to the town's master again. Let's say. Are you, are you like co the face stealer, Derek? Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. So I look to the town master and I I'm say, like a boy <laughs> sorry, Matt, you say, I said, so I look to the town master and I just kind of stare at him and I say, well, we have a direction. What can you offer us to help us on our journey? Four of them did quite a bit of damage to us as it stands. I don't Kikuchio have... Kikuchio laughs. <laughs> he, loves, he loves this. Except for Kikuchio, who got a lucky roll. <laughs> <sighs> I don't have anything but... Hmm, sister... Who would have some... Sister Gariel might have some potions of healing. Hmm. Can I get a spelling on that? G. 
A-R-A-E-L-E. So I, me being my uh, my dwarven self, I looked at the town master. Is there any way you could perhaps talk to the smithy? Ask him to maybe step up a battle axe for me. Perhaps sanction it? Take care of these red brands, and I'll talk to the smithy. He like seems okay. a little more assertive now. Okay, so like, then, I, <laughs> so I'm like, like, okay, he's getting a little confident. Like there's a, a glimmer of hope for him. So I stare at him. And I said, to clarify, if we take care of them, you will ask the smithy to make me a battle axe. Aye. And I look at axe and I go, do battle axe. <laughs> I'm your battle axe. Must <laughs> be three, I think. Uh, so. How will Sister Guriel know that come? Easy, we take him with us. I am not I, leaving. I don't. I don't really think I that he's going to be that interested in that. To be honest with you, I think leaving him out of our adventures from here on out as much as possible is better for his interest and ours. Perhaps your bureaucratic assistant can talk to you for us on our behalf. Yes. Where is that little worm? I mean, she's she literally did... standing right next to him. <laughs> she. I did see us take out four in the town square. I don't know what other grace we need to offer for... Uh, Holy women her. don't always take kindly to murder. So uh, quick, quick question, again, out of character. Uh, are we on the same level that we saw a face peek out of the window? Yes. Uh, what, was it you that was watching what happened down below? It was. Uh, yes. What, what, do, you have, do you have some sort of a writ? Can you, can you get someone to... to bring some parchment so we can bring something to Sister Gariel so that trust us. Yes, that, that would do. Actually, he turns around to his desk. This is like his office space up here. Um, he turns around to and his he desk. he smashes a print. Uh, oh, office right. space. <laughs> uh, he pulls out a quill and some paper and parchment. He starts writing a letter. He folds it up and he kind of, he takes does the, like, the wax and he seals it. He hands it to you. Give this to Sister Gariel, and she'll be able to, to assist you in some way. Um, she might have limited potions. Usually, Adabra Gwyn is the midwife who is, brews most of the healing potions for the city. But she's out on Umbridge Hill and, and not close enough to be of any assistance right now. What can we do with the dead below so they're not wasting away in your hall? We'll take care of it. We'll put... The corpses in this in the dungeon, if we have to. Is there anything else that are seeking from adventurers such as us in sort of trying times? Obviously, we're we're doing a lot to try to help you out, but I also don't know. We came in asking a lot, and we haven't given you a chance to talk about anything that you might be thinking. Um, there is actually one issue that we need help with. There are reports of orc scouts farther east on the Tribor Trail by Wyvern Tor. I'm willing to give a hundred gold pieces to anybody who could take care of that problem for us. If the orc scouts identify Fandlin as weak, I don't want to have another horde flowing in the valley. This might be something we could, mm-hmm. maybe something else that could uh, could taken care of along the way. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> tribal tribal trail east towards Wyvern Tor. We don't need to be picking another fight right now. Let's take care of the red bastards, and then we'll go after the orcs. Really likes stabbing stuff, though. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Do you like being stabbed by two different enemies? No, no, that actually sucked really hard. That's why I want yes. to go talk about these healing potions, because uh, I'm still bleeding. <clears throat> so, me, I'm going to just assume that as a dwarf, <laughs> dwarf uh, mythology, that I've had run-ins with orcs in the past. 
you know what? I'm just going to leave it alone. Let's just go get the potions. Picuccio, he's he sits down, puts down his sword on the town master. I'll guard the town masters on his back and catch some. Z- okay. Uh, is is this a place where we might sit down and, and take a rest from? Can we lock the door and have have your people take care of the bodies? And, <laughs> and I think that that is a perfect place to call it for tonight. Mm-hmm. Um. As, so as you guys barricade the doors in and hope that these four guys don't no one notices that they're missing. Uh, you settle in for a stressful night of rest, an afternoon of rest, as you plan your assault on what you believe to be the headquarters of the Red Brands. Love it. All right. Awesome. I think that's that's a good stopping point. That was a great shopping um, episode. Great shopping episode. Really upset a lot of really important quest-giving NPCs. Really excited. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I tried to mitigate damage as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was, that was so delicious. funny. I was like, perfect. <laughs> all right. All right. Good game, guys. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you all. Uh, Sam, once again, thank you for stellar uh, DMing. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Great time, guys. Um, I would encourage you guys to, over the okay. next week, um add let's see here everyone gets 100 xp you'll get a level up already what are you talking about <laughs> how do we do that manage um, experience. So, so you go to your character uh-huh. and manage levels or oh, manage experience sorry okay. and just um add 100 Oh, Mr. Townmaster, is there anywhere I can go to get um, another 400? Somehow, somehow I went backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you set your XP? I did. Oops. Um, Derek, what's your new XP at? 490. That's what I thought. Okay. Oh, I got that. There you go. You guys, you only uh, need 410 more XP. I mean, that's that's what? Okay, Four Red on. Band Ruffians apiece? You guys come on, D- DM. We were supposed to die in that fight. You can't give us 200 XP. <laughs> If it was any Uh-oh. easier, you would have got less XP. Whatever. <laughs> he actually He's is very a good. Keeper. He's a person. <laughs> He's my brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, He's also the god in the scenario. But <laughs> God says he can bring a red dragon I am anytime more he than, wants. I am greater than God, D&D. Gods have stat blocks. <laughs> I am fate <laughs> incarnate. I'm the oh. god of the gods. So, uh, you think we'll do some play by post over the week, do errands? Um, yeah, I could say do some errands. Um, really quickly, Kikuchio, make a perception check as you look Ooh. out the window. Yeah, my Kikuchio went a little bit paranoid after that. While you're mess. napping, he's got he's got experience and it's and also good. It's a ten. Yeah, so you actually. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary, and that's the weird part. Like, everyone is just kind of, like, going about their day as if nothing just happened. Um, so it seems like, because especially you kind of thinking back, you, you start to realize, like, okay, like, no one is alerting the red brands to what's, to what's just happened. Like, they're not, like, they don't have the hearts and minds of the people. Like, they're a bunch of thugs. Oh, the town, no the one's, town's on our side. No yeah. one's narking on you guys right now. So it's kind of, to me, I'm like, it's weird that a bunch of people that hate a group of people that we just happened to kill a bunch of didn't say anything to them. 
Yeah, they, the they also don't want to bring anything. They don't want to bring anything on themselves. I guess exactly. they don't really know who we are. Yeah. Yeah. We don't There's have only a name yet. They don't know. Are. You. Yeah. So I I would say if you guys want to go around town, run some errands before there, <clears> plot out, maybe even do some scouting. You can do all that throughout the week, and okay. then. Next Saturday, if you guys want to, we can actually go through whatever you discover to be the Red Brand headquarters. I mean, is it too much to lay out a structure of sort of what I'm thinking about right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I want sure. to talk to a sister, and I want to go and talk to a uh, little kid. Okay. I want to go to the smithy. Okay. <laughs> I just want to see if I can. I'm gonna go to the smithy, just slam a red cloak down, and be like, "Problem solved." See if I get my axe earlier. I don't think it's that. If work. you just paid the thirty gold, you would have had your axe for this if fight. I just paid the thirty gold. I'd be down to nineteen gold. Right. What are you gonna also, spend it on? Look at the pace in which you're earning gold. Right. Okay. I'm a dwarf. I don't want to lose gold. I just want to get gold. Makes you well, best like, way to get more like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so real quick, before we go, I'm gonna try very hard to be active on the role play this week. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. Play. It's I fun. I know. Yes. I'm not denying that it's fun. <laughs> like, guys, with the new job, like I'm working a lot right now. So I apologize for not being active. I feel but, like I also started a new job not <laughs> I mean, I've been <laughs> the same job for 16 years, so there's something to be said there. <laughs> okay, I get uh, it, bud. But what I'm saying is, um, is there something I need to download in addition to this that would help me play? Or So the only thing you need to do is you need to – I sent you some instructions of how to link your character into Discord, right? Yep. So it's like, D&D Beyond. Like exclamation, beyond, and then your link. Okay. You remember I sent you it's in our text messages. Text messages. Okay. I can walk you through it. You don't have to do it tonight. You're gonna have to do that with me sometime. Yeah. Literally all you have to do is just I'll help you link and then you just chat like you're like you're Coron, like doing his art his gotcha. role play. Gotcha. Um and then if I'm like Coron, make a persuasion check. You just exclamation do exclamation check. check persuasion. Okay. And it is like a code in the program and it will do a roll <clears throat> just like when you press the little icon on D&D Beyond or you see in the the role play chat. Okay. So So I would say tomorrow if you have some like some free time when Lucy is napping, just kind of like scroll through it to get a feel of how everybody's doing it. Okay. Dave, for your question, generally if I'm like narrating something, it's in italics. If I do, if I'm like out of character, it's usually in parentheses. Or like I just say it as DM because I have NPCs and I have a DM. Um, but you also feel free to just like DM me if you to instant private message me if you have just a question about something. The fuck is going on? He's intimidating. Someone's doing intimidation checks. It's fine. It's going on. You're trying to intimidate the DM super hard right now. I see it. Great. So, so that's you pressing the buttons. Yeah. There's your intimidations. Um, but I'm I'm not really picky. I do think though we should maybe figure it out because it definitely will probably make your life easier when you're trying to to cut and parse everything. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, sorry, I think Matt, that uh, italics for uh, role play, uh, straight up just text for talking, and then parentheses for out of character. Good way to yeah. So I'm gonna. Can I do a test? Um, can I do a test check in the Discord? Yeah. Did you did you link your thing? No. Yeah, let me share. Let me share my screen so I can show you how to do it. All right. I'm gonna uh, kill the recording at this point. Yeah. Uh, if anybody ever watches this <clears throat> in the history of the world, um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is how D and D. This is how this real D and D boys.